This is the JLB Podcast, Conversations to Expand the Mind. Hello, everyone. This is Jeremiah Luke Barnett. I add Luke now in there, by the way, so that yeah, it's my more... bad. I forgot. No, your no, no it's all good. No, no, I, I think I do it too because it was habit for Jeremiah Barnett for so long. But you're just more Googleable when you add that middle name in there. Okay. Yeah. Plus, it's good. Luke sounds good. Yeah. Thank you. And we were already having a little pre-discussion before this, so I'm interested to hear your ideas about the topic of today, which is, I am better than you. That was my first idea for this topic. I am better than you because that's how I have interpreted most of the world around me for a long time. So competitively in sports, in school, in work, in a lot of things, it was always, how can I be better than you? And it was kind of like a zero sum game, right? So like the end of a game, like a sports competition, there's one winner and there's one loser. That's how I thought about life. And not until recently did I start to develop the ideas of collaboration. And then the way I posed it in the article is collaboration versus competition. But we're going to talk a little bit about, and you were going to lead this part, collaboration and competition because I'm interested how that is in in your mind okay to me it's like competition is good because it motivates you right it's like you see someone doing something and it also makes you want to like maybe they're doing better than you sometimes people are doing better than you but also seeing other people do better than you is for me motivation to also get on that level and that's kind of in a sense competition but also collaboration I feel like is very important to like just progress like you can't really do anything at all by yourself you need the help of people you need the help of people who are also doing the similar things that you're doing and working together with them how when i read this how i thought about it was the comedy scene at ucla right like we need to collaborate because it's like like a comedy community and like what's good for the community is good for all of us individually like a rising tide raises all the ships right but also to me it's like i view my club the shenanigans comedy club the premier comedy club like as like I want to crush every other comedy club. Like, I want ours to be better than everyone's Mm -hmm. because that's just, like, I'm responsible for this, and I'm like, all right, everyone can do their own thing, but I want want ours to be better. Mm -hmm. I want ours to be better than you guys. But also I realize that I do need to work with these clubs in the fall. And I don't want to take up too much time on this, but, like, we're going to be doing, like, a collective, like, kickback in the beginning just like Mm -hmm. a comedy at ucla mixer and that's like collaboration right like Mm -hmm. we're working together to further the growth of the community and market and outreach and all that stuff and then on the competition end in the past we used to have shows together in the beginning where like all the comedy clubs would work together well they they would just latch onto our show basically because our show is the biggest Mm -hmm. and they'd be a part of that big show in the fall and now i'm like well i don't know how i feel about that i think maybe it should just be us Mm-hmm. instead of inviting everybody to our show so that's like the competition side and then like the working together like the parties and stuff that's like the collaboration side so mm-hmm. from my personal experience that's just my lay down at least yeah no i like that example and it draws the distinction between perhaps organizational competition and then personal competition so to me um i could totally understand that and to to say that that's not a condition the competition between two in the same space as in two comedy clubs, et cetera, for attention or fans or the stage even, that's would be ridiculous not to admit that. But you also are hitting it right on the head and saying, well, there, there's also an and, right? So there's the, how can we work together to better the entire endeavor, which is comedy overall and representation and converting people to being our fans, et cetera. Um, so there, there is competition and collaboration there. And then with the personal level, which is kind of where I started from, because I wasn't necessarily thinking in terms of an organization, I was thinking more in my own life. Um, and actually, I think it started when I was standing in line, it's, it's in the article, I was standing in line at Starbucks in Brentwood, obviously surrounded by people with 
either trust funds or good jobs or a combination of both. Um, and I was, I was comparing myself in a competitive fashion, like what do they have and how can I do better? Or they must be working for this job. I want a better job, um, which is good in the sense of aspirations. And that's great. But it also eliminates all of these opportunities that I'm now just beginning to discover of once you have that perspective shift of, well, how about I think about it in terms of they're this amazing person, right? So maybe they have something I, I want or they have done something I think I can do better. But what happens when I think and when I think how can what I do enrich what they're doing or amplify what they're doing? How can we collaborate to do something even better than what one of us alone could not do? Which takes me even further back to, I don't know, have you ever read the book, um, what's it called? The Rational Optimist by Matt Ridley? I don't read. So. You don't read it all. Okay, I'm going to give you this book <laughs> and you're going to look at it for a little while and feel guilty about not reading it. And then you can open it up and look at all my notes inside and feel okay. like I love books. I love when I get books with notes because I'm like, oh, I should focus oh, on those. Oh, dude, you can just read all my notes, like the underlined portions. Yeah, would yeah. you do that if I gave you the book? Yeah, yeah, I actually would. Okay, it would take you like a couple hours then maybe, maybe less. But anyway, in this book, he starts his whole thesis with the idea, the sex of ideas is what he calls it, to be very um, provocative. The sex of ideas in this unique thing that we have as humans where we're able to have our ideas have sex and then something new and amazing come of it and sex requires two right well in the modern age i guess that can be manipulated but under the traditional circumstances it requires two participants which in which involves collaboration and you could say there are two participants in competition but the outcome is very different right so there's one over the other so i was thinking about this idea of the mixing of ideas um, and then another author talking about the power of we and how you can amplify everything when you have two people working on it and then I was thinking about my own life where perhaps I was leaning way too far on the competitive side because I was relying on it for this sense of purpose, this sense of motivation, this drive. And I was totally neglecting the collaboration spark. I, and I guess I should, should um, explain how competitive I am coming from. Uh, so I really, really like football or soccer, depending on what country you're in. Um, and there was a game I was playing not too long ago, within the last year or so, um, and I don't, I don't really keep track of the score unless we're losing, and then, then I'll keep track. But once we're winning, I don't really keep track of the score. So I was running up the left side of the field completely open and screaming so. Like, I am open. Let's do this. And the guy who had the ball in center field was kind of ignoring me and hesitating, and everyone was kind of sluggish, and I was really confused, and I was really frustrated that I was wide open in my space because, you know, you're running, and you might lo you lose your momentum if you stop, and you might run out of bounds, et cetera. So the time frame was closing. Finally, he passed it. We scored. And then afterward, I went up to, like, you know, say, good pass and everything, talk to him. And he just was looking at me and shaking his head. And I, I asked him, what's, what's wrong? And he said, we are, the score is 12-1. Like, why are you still sprinting and screaming and making these people feel even worse? And he told me to chill the F out, like, walked away, angry at me. And he's in my own teammate. And it completely, like, I was dumbfounded. This idea that competition should stop at some point. That's the mercy rule. Like when you're like beating someone by a lot, it's like sportsmanlike to stop. And I agree I'm with you. I would like just, just bury, just bury them. Honestly, that's what I'm saying. I agree with you on that. I don't know if your perspective on that has changed, but I would say keep scoring those goals because uh, if you can, you can. Um, the thing that you said with the uh, the sex of ideas, like two ideas merging together and like creating something new. That's why I really like working in like teams because. Mm -hmm two heads are better it's so cliche like a lot of these cliches they're cliche for a reason because they make sense like two heads are better than one that's or three heads or four heads like working in a team like it's just like spitballing ideas whatever and then it may seem like one idea trumps another idea 
but most of the time it's like ideas coming together that will like make an idea even stronger and mm -hmm. like build upon ideas like that so i think that's very important like the collaboration mm -hmm. and then like taking that like my team versus your team right so like our we'll have a sex of ideas we'll come up with an idea your team will come up like do a sex of ideas come up with their idea and then we'll compete so i think it's not really like one or the other i think mm -hmm. having both is something that's very important i couldn't agree more so I, I think my biggest problem was that i was really far on the competition side mm -hmm. and completely ignoring the collaboration because i almost saw it as a compromise right so let's imagine in a in a brainstorming session you have an idea somebody else has an idea and some people and i used to be this way would see it as weakness or you know giving in or something if you didn't immediately put your idea out there and let's say somebody else had a terrible idea and you like crushed it with your better idea oh you know so good but sometimes the outcome can be so much better if you are delicate considerate and you maneuver things in order to place that idea in there without crushing someone else so then in my mind if i was overruled by competition i would crush right so i would go in with an idea and hope that it overrules everyone else's idea and is better but when you think collaboratively you can still get your idea in there and your idea can still be a part of the entire team but then the outcome is different whether it be your relationship with the person or well mainly the relationship right so they're either going to be pissed off at you or they're going to see you in a favorable light does that make sense yeah yeah and i think that also ties in like two things first of all i think it's also important to realize like hey like if my idea is not as good as someone else's idea well that idea is better like let's use that right mm -hmm. it's like for the better of the whole team that's one thing another one is like when what was the last thing that you said the collaboration versus competition collaboration. Oh, outcome relationships oh relationships so I think also recognizing that like if you say like hey that's a good idea let's use that it kind of also like i don't know if this is like maybe analyzing it too much but like people like that mm -hmm. people like that like oh this person came up with an idea but he thinks my idea is better and he wants to use that people appreciate that and that'll come back tenfold in the future when you're also working on something in the future mm -hmm. so i think it's like there are moments where you should be like back down and be like oh let's do that but also that leads to moments where you kind of step in and be like oh i really believe that this is the best idea mm -hmm. so it, it, it's just like finding a balance is really important mm -hmm. yeah i agree and then this this brings in like two different distinctions so one um the one that i'm i'm really really enjoying exploring now is this idea of meeting new people like let's say i had just met you stranger well i, I mean let's let's flash back to uh that sidewalk remember i met you on that yeah, sidewalk yeah, yeah. And you're handing out the flyers so i could see you as like somebody who's seeking social media attention that's something i'm seeking as well potential competitor you know i want to be better than him or i could be like wow what are you doing oh wow you're reaching people in this way with humor and you're becoming the new leader of that organization and now you're here doing grunt work flyering that's really cool and then think how could we work together and then i mean well here we are now in the studio right, right? um and i say we have a pretty good collaborative relationship yeah I've, i don't feel competitive with you no dude honestly in the beginning i was like Who's this Jeremiah fellow? Like Jeremiah what, Luke. Jer who's this Jeremiah Luke <laughs> Barnett fellow? Like he seems very on it. He seems like he knows what he's doing. And at first I was like, oh, this is this might be like a competitor. Like Ooh, he, you see? Know? No, it's yeah. just it's human nature, right? Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. like who is this guy? What's he doing that I'm not doing? Who is he reaching? Mm -hmm. How is he doing his thing? Mm -hmm. But then I'm like, okay, well, he has an audience. I have an audience. Why not if we work together? Like we're obviously not competing in the career path. So what's like well, even if we were, like, what's mm -hmm. what's bad about him using my audience, me using his audience, and just, like, progressing further together? Like, it's 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 mm -hmm. a win-win, like, mm -hmm. as opposed to it being, like, lose-lose. Lose-lose where we would not have even known each other. And now, like, 
aside from like working like now i have like a really good friend right mm-hmm. like we're friends now so like mm-hmm. that's also like another plus aside from the fact that like we're both pushing each other forward mm-hmm. and we both learn from each other yeah i mean conversations yeah, yeah. to expand the mind isn't just about expanding the audience's mind i think the conversations in themselves like i'm yeah. learning from you and you're learning from Dude, me Dude, last week i learned a lot last week last week was very informative was it last week two weeks ago okay i was like okay i thought i just missed an entire week no no i just didn't have my show last week so that's why it's like yeah we miss you we always miss you whenever i was in pomona show. at some conference man you know how it be just networking i need business cards i need to make do you have business cards hey you want to see it actually I do. okay this is uh this is a very interesting segue and actually i couldn't i couldn't have prepared this i didn't prepare this okay so first of all i'll show you my business card slap it on the anyone board. who's listening that wants to see it just uh you know check it out later okay you like it flip it around QR, Hell yeah. QR code. Oh, yeah. really? Scan, what is that QR code for? You scan it with your, if you have an iPhone with your, uh, just your regular camera. Yeah. And it opens up a link to your. Your like website? A, no, it, it opens up a link to a contact form pre-filled. So my name, my email, my number, my LinkedIn, my Shut business, up. my, like all this stuff that would take a long time to type out. Oh yeah, it kills. Dude, People I'm going to make a better business card than you. Oh have. my God. Well, if you need help <laughs> collaborating on that. I will. After I can this ends, I'm going gonna to ask you what it is <laughs> after the show. Um, okay. But segue. Okay. So we talked about the idea of the competition um, d- between organizations and stuff. Now let's, let's go to networking, right? Because big theme of life, right? right? Relationships and people. So when you approach a, a, a new relationship, a new random encounter, with a really open mind, which is what collaboration is, as opposed to competition. I think competition is a much more narrow mind, unless you qualify open mind as how can I beat them? Like Mm -hmm. that's an open mind in the sense that you're always looking for a fault. But if you open it, if you come from a collaborative standpoint, thinking the world of this person, thinking that they have some unseen amazing value that maybe you'll be able to discover, thinking you can learn a lot from them and perhaps that you can enrich their endeavor at the same time, that's just a totally different uh, encounter. So, story from this morning. I uh, went to get coffee with someone who is, that was the, one of the, some of the best 20 minutes of my week. Um, it was incredible. We only had 20 minutes together, but that's not even the cool part of the story. So I, sh- I arrived early as I do and as everyone should to do some reading and to get a spot because I figured it'd be crowded. So I'm sitting at this like community table and uh, there's a young lady and an, and an older gentleman sitting next to me. And in order to save my spot, I said, do you mind if I leave my stuff here? And I had um, a book with me and I had my notebook because, you know, like caring. So I set the book down in the notebook, and of course, as nosy people are, they looked at what the book was while I was gone. And when I came back, he said, why are you reading that? The older gentleman said, and I said, well, because I know both the authors, and they're both incredible men, and I'd, I'd like to see what they've written. And he goes, I know both the authors. And then it turns out this guy is is some crazy, like, I don't even know. I could I could go for a long time describing who he is, but I listened most of the time and responded to what he was saying and was trying to figure out how what little I have done and what I know in this world could combine with whatever it is that he is talking about. The things I've read, the things I've written, the things I'm doing now, like, I mean, he owns all this stuff in the world and I own, you know, what do I own? Your phone, your laptop. My phone and my laptop, yeah. And this card, this business card. Um, And so I approached it from this new mindset of entirely open, active listening, right? So clearing your mind and just letting them speak. And this, I, I mean, I would never have had a relationship with someone in a chance encounter while waiting for my other coffee um, unless I had approached it from a, an open mind. Because he, he was kind of annoying. I was trying to read and he was trying to talk to me. He was an old guy who was talking a lot, you know? Like, you know how they do? Yeah, yeah, um, And he was really challenging. Like, he was trying to figure out who I was in, like, a very rapid manner. Um, all of which are things that are shutoffs, right? So he's annoying, he's um, aggressive, and he's this classic old dude trying to take my time away. Um, and I had my business card. So I showed him that and he was like, oh, the tree of life. He really loved that. 
That was the final card. But see how that collaborative right. collaborative mindset? I challenge you to try this. I want you to try this. You, you, you go out. What challenge? Do what? This open, collaborative, like all, almost too altruistic, optimistic. Verge on the edge of too much and try it. Just, just for me. By trying it means it's like you can't really – I feel like you can't really – actively try and do it it's about reacting to the moment like you were reacting to the moment right this guy asked you about your book and then and then you switch it on where it's like then you like oh like and then you do like the active listening and all that stuff that part i'm fine with i'm really good i actually like having conversations like that that happen like i was at some like like some movie showing the other day and i was just waiting in line for like my pink's hot dog or whatever and i just like randomly like someone was asking me what the line was for and then this other lady was like well and then we just ended up talking right so like Stuff like that, even if it doesn't you know, necessarily lead anywhere, it's very, it's like, it's probably the best parts of my day when stuff like that happens, like this unexpected, out of the norm, something that's like exciting. And then, you know, if I get something out of it, great. If I learn something out of it, great. Even if I don't, though, it's like human interaction is very great. So, you know, you don't really need to challenge me because this is the stuff I'm doing, baby. So are you being competitive right now? <laughs> <laughs> what, what I What you said was like. Good. What I learned actually last weekend was we had like this this workshop on like networking. I guess it was about organizing, right? So like you kind of need to network to organize, and it's the we always said like you should be listening more than you should be talking, which is true. But they put it into like a number like eighty the eighty twenty rule. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've probably the heard Pareto it. Pareto principle. Is that what it's called? Yeah. See, you already know where that. <laughs> it's you when you're talking to someone. It's you should be listening eighty percent of the time and talking twenty percent of the time, mm-hmm. which I have been unconsciously doing. I guess. Because I like have to interview people, so like mm-hmm. I'm like, well, if I'm putting in the effort to bring someone on to talk, I should not be talking. Like this person should be talking. So I I really I agree with you on that. And I, I will try and I'll accept your challenge. Challenge accepted. I'll oh, thank try you. and be like that's so collaborative of you. Yeah, so <laughs> competition to collaborative. So I don't know I'll, whatever that looks like, and you know maybe just striking up a conversation with someone or like. You know, being out more outgoing, which I guess I mean more outgoing. We'll see. But well, this is a good transition to the to the kind of final area I want to talk about, which is the idea of, um, and I, I love how overarching a lot of these themes we're talking about are. Mm-hmm. They're not they're not very parochial in the sense that they have very narrow definitions of implications or um, implementations. So this next idea, this idea of um, ideas that we talk about that we never do. You think how are those oh, yeah. how are those related? Well, once you start seeing people as partners, as potential partners in whatever it is that you want to do. And once you're willing to articulate and share those ideas that you have tumbling around in your head or filling up a book or a doc or somewhere, you'll start to see those ideas either thrown out, which is good. If you're never going to work on throw them out. You get them out at least. At least, you know, clear up your mind, clear Mm -hmm. up your whatever it is, Mm -hmm. or you'll act on them. That is, I mean, invaluable in and of itself because everyone talks about the idea that, you know, there are the people who talk about ideas and there are people who build the ideas. If you want to become more of a builder, collaboration is just an easy way because you can essentially piggyback you know the standing on the shoulders of giants thing you can stand on the shoulder of like a smaller giant person and they can stand on your shoulder and that's how you get over the wall that you otherwise never would have done right i i think that's something that's very important that's probably one of the most important things from this article is working with people to accomplish what you want to accomplish Mm -hmm. so i for me that's like i'm very excited about my position now to like have access to all these people so that like I can, if I need something, I'll be like, oh, this person knows how to do this. I'll reach out to them, right? Or like, this person knows how to do this. Like, so like, about it's about like, I hate to say that, like building your network. It sounds so cliche, but it's like, if you build your network, you have all these people to like reach out that are like involved in certain things that 
could help you with your idea mm-hmm. and so for people it's like it might be hard to build that network which is fine but that's something you have to work on if you want something you have to work for it mm-hmm. and then also expressing what you want to do is something that's you know that's probably harder for me than like meeting these people it's like because you're always like you have a fear of rejection right will this person mm-hmm. like my idea will this person want to like help out on my idea i also have this thing where i really don't want to be like a burden on someone i don't mm-hmm. i don't want to like i feel like everyone's time is valuable and i don't want, i don't really know how strong our relationship is for me to ask you to do something it might be something big it might be something small it's just something that i need to get more comfortable doing because the worst that could happen is it's just a text that says no and mm-hmm. it's probably not even going to be a text that says no they'll probably be like oh i love your idea i'm sorry i'm busy right so mm-hmm. like you know that's not great to hear but at least you took the initiative to like you can be like oh in your head you could be like i asked i tried right you know which then clears your mind of that yeah, otherwise you I, at least i would be thinking about it right mm-hmm. i wonder if i asked them i wonder if i wonder if just do it suffer the consequences which aren't going to be that bad as opposed to the tr- the you know awfulness that you put yourself through because you're your worst enemy um just do it and then that brings that kind of brings in the other ideas of like leadership so leadership delegation right mm-hmm. understanding how to bring out the best in other people how to put them in a position where they're going to excel that requires allowing them to be collaborative with you no matter your seniority level which means being open with your ideas and bringing them in wherever they might fit which means understanding where they want to fit where you think they can fit and also where they could fit in regards to whatever your idea is your endeavor like you're a leader now yeah and you have like you said this access to these people so you could either plug them all in in random places or you could see each one of them for this unique skill set even if it's something as raw as like photoshop that person knows photoshop I'm sure they would be very willing to do certain Photoshop-related work for you in collaboration with your idea, as long as it's enriching some skill that they already enjoy, right? Photoshop. As opposed to some other person that doesn't even like Photoshop, but you need a Photoshop thing done. You approach them, you want to put them in there, and you approach it from a single mindset of tool and not collaborative kind of creation together. And they, they're like, I don't even know Photoshop, but Furcon asked me to do this. Now I only have the weekend. Now they're anxious. Now they don't like you. Right. Just ruined that. I, th- I, th- I think I really like that more than like asking people to help me on my things. It's probably why I like take up these leadership positions. I really want people to feel like they can come to me if they need help with something, mm. right? Like if you're trying to start this like talk show or whatever, like I'd be more than happy to like, if I have the skill set and I like the idea, I want to help you do that, mm-hmm. right? So it's just a matter of, I, and I want people to be able to express things that they want to do. Even if I'm like, oh, like we really don't have the time or whatever. Like I want people to feel that like it's an open, it's like a safe, a safe space for people to like express their ideas and like what they want to work on, which, you know, it doesn't really exist in a lot of these communities or these clubs or whatever. It's kind of like, all right, well, you just tell the club, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do it. You're in charge of this, 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 this. Whereas I probably would like to be like, okay, so what does everybody want to do? What does anyone have any ideas? Does mm-hmm. anyone have any suggestions? Does anyone... I do that mainly because I want people to feel like their opinion is valuable and mm-hmm. that what they have to say matters because when someone does that to me, I'm like, Oh, this feels great. Like I would mm-hmm. like this more often. So I just like taking that feeling and passing it on to others is something that I really enjoy. And if it helps them at the end where they come up with a final product, it's so great seeing something happen from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, we had the idea and then we did this and then we did this and then we did this and then, this is what happened. This is what we came up with. So mm-hmm. I really like that collaboration. I really, I love collaboration. Yeah, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, and I didn't, when I was challenging you, it was more like a, you know, for the fun of it, not necessarily mm-hmm. a dictation about your character or anything. 
I, I think from the beginning, you have just struck me as a very collaborative person. The way you speak, the way you interact with people, the way you treat different conversations in the little time that we've interacted outside of this studio, you've always struck me as a very collaborative person. And I think it might be because you appreciate other humans in a way that other people might not. It's so important. It's like people are so important that like, bo like bo having bodies is something that like you can, I don't know. I don't even know where to, I agree. Like, wow. I'm like speechless right now. Mind blown. Mind blown because I agree a hundred percent. I've, I forgot what you said. I just heard Furcon's great from that whole sentence. And you agree. And 100%. I just, I'm like, I agree. <laughs> That's very collaborative. Of oh, collaboration. Right. How I love collaboration. Yeah, right. man. I really love collaborating with people because, oh, here's what I was going to say. Because I know that it's really hard. If I want to progress, it's going to be with the help of other people. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm not going to be able to progress by myself. Mm -hmm. And that's something that's scary to me. Like if, how am I going to like, after I graduate, how, what am I going to do? Cause I'm not going to have people around me every day so i'm like okay i want to take advantage of the time i have here i want to help people so that i establish these networks so I, it may sound fucked up but it's like okay well like it's not really a, you did this for me i won't do this for you it's more like okay we have this relationship so that i can kind of count on you to help me if i need something one day that hasn't really happened mm -hmm. i've just more been about like let's get to work like let's do whatever you want to do i'm really about that because also like, people don't really ask me to do stuff a lot. Like, when you were, like, asking about, like, the station and all that stuff, I'm like, I'm more than happy to help. Because so, I also, like, I, like, like the stuff that you're doing. So I'm like, okay, if I want to help this guy doing more of what he's doing, plus it's also helping me because I'm, like, getting tagged and stuff. And they're like, oh, who's Furcon? Like, all, mm -hmm. so it, it collaboration only helps both of us. Like, how I see collaboration is if I'm collaborating with you, it's not because I'm just going to give you all my energy and time because I like want you to succeed sure i want you to succeed but also i want myself to succeed mm -hmm. so i'm like by helping you i'm helping me mm -hmm. you know so i obviously i want to help me but if i also get the off like the side effect of like helping someone do what they want to do that's like amazing that's perfect yeah i you know? could not agree more and let's just remember that that whole thing started with furcon is perfect amazing yeah <laughs> it's wonderful i agree 100 percent with everything that was just said and i haven't quite figured out a way to talk about this idea of collaboration that brings these immense benefits because i did not approach you wanting to manipulate you into getting some value mm -hmm. but i know that if i treat you a certain way and if you're a certain per person of certain integrity and, and strong character etc that good things will come of it yeah so it's almost this paradox of you know the good things will come if you do xyz so does that make you like, it sounds fucked up right right it just it, sounds i weird can't think to of say. a way to say it that it doesn't but sound... is it fucked up though like honestly no. it's not no and i think i think maybe the answer is in longevity mm -hmm. because we're young, right? So we're speaking both from the same perspective or both from the, the beginning. I think maybe with time, it becomes, you become the intentions and your actions, which if your intentions and actions are pure and if they're, if they're genuine, yeah. then that's, maybe that's what you're becoming. And maybe then I'm speaking speculatively and this is not true. Maybe we're going to become old and then be like, nope, still manipulative. <laughs> like, Fuck Jeremiah. I'm trying to beat him. I'm going to make a better business card than he does. We're going to be in our walkers like, chuk, chuk, and I'm going to be an electric one and you're going to be in an old fashioned one. Cause I don't know. That's just <laughs> I'm going to get boosters on mine. Uh, but I think, I think that's right. It's like, Genuine being genuine is very important because it, like uh, like that talk we had outside the co-op if I didn't like you out of that conversation I would not have like that other night when we were walking out down the street I would not have like said hey Jeremiah what's up right and then I would not have like responded to your messages and like so I was like oh this guy's very genuine and he like he knows what he's doing and it's just I feel like genuine is the keyword yeah like this guy really wants to help people he knows what he's doing and he's like his work ethic's great so I'm like oh this guy is like 
okay, this is a model that I could follow. This is like someone who knows what he's doing and he's like passionate and genuine about something. So if you don't have that, you're probably not going to have as many collaboration. Like I've gotten people like from a radio perspective, people always message us like, hey, how do I get my show on your, how do, can you play my music? Can you play? I'm like, I'm not going to play your music. Like, I don't like why? I just made a new track. Why would I play anything that you send me if I don't like know you and like, I don't trust you. I don't know that you're genuine. Like, I don't know. It's just, that's a different situation. But like, the people situation like if i see that you're genuine i'm like i i love this guy like this guy's great so why wouldn't i want to help him mm-hmm. you know if i ever do make music though is it is i got your track you got me i got you i mean it's gonna be like a temptations remix with some like <laughs> trap house stuff so we are and then we are the world at the end yeah <laughs> with the michael jackson meme i don't know if you've seen that we'll look at it afterward okay um so going back to this this idea of like the genuine personality i was not that person for a long time um, and I think one of the articles, I don't know if I sent it to you or not, but the one, one of the ones I'm writing out right now, but I was, I was a, a real ass. Like I thought in terms of, I have to curate this image. I have to be exactly what's necessary or what I think is necessary, which totally makes an inauthentic yeah. representation. You would not have talked to me. Right. Maybe you would have in like a, I'm nice to this person cause they're mm. a weirdo that keeps messaging me, but I actually, I probably wouldn't have messaged you because you didn't have any clear benefit to me and to whatever it is that I want. So it's not like this is some magical thing. It had to be developed. I had to make a decision that, um, and for instance, in networking, I was going to make it, I made a decision that I wasn't going to pursue tier, money, class, position. I was going to pursue people who inspired me and excellence of character. And it just so happens that those things very often correlate with whatever it is you define as monetary success or having done much in this world. But when you start from the correct position, when you start from that place of, I'm purely pursuing this excellence of character, etc. It totally changes every interaction and the outcome. Yeah, and I, I see that thing about like wh- like when you said like you're curating your image or whatever. I see people doing that mainly in like the student government field. I'm like, mm. there are people that I'm like, okay, there's a there's a part where like you obviously have to like hold yourself to a certain standard when you're like in front of all these people. But when it comes down to one on one, it's like I can tell that that's still up there. I'm like, why? It's just mm-hmm. us. Like, why are you? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like they'll come to me with, like, pre-scripted condos that I know they're going to bring up. I'm like, hey, like, why why are you doing this? Like, it's just, like, why aren't you just being yourself? I would respect you more if you were acting how you normally would and, like, how you normally are. Like, I can really, I can see through that really easily. I'm like, because I have experience doing that. Like, we both, do. like, I, I know what it takes to, like, put on a, put on, like, a fake persona or, like, a thing that you're trying to build to get further. And for some people, it works. But to me, it's just, like, exhausting. First of all, it's exhausting. Second of all, it's, like, if you could just be yourself all the time, that will probably get you further because then you're genuine with, like, the things that you're saying and the way you're interacting with people. That'll probably... The other people will probably respect you more. Yeah. So I think that's that's really important. Yeah, and that's, that's really interesting because I was just thinking about how... Um, a lot of times when we create habits we're doing something that isn't normal for us it's abnormal and it's awkward and strange so we're creating a separate image right so when we're let's say we want to be a kinder person if we're trying to be more kind we're innately doing something different than who we actually are quote unquote does that make sense so if we're trying to be more kind eventually if we keep at it we'll be more kind so for the people who are trying to be xyz but through inauthentic like communication mm-hmm. so i know i know exactly what you're talking yeah. about i had one communication the other day and not communication um interaction with someone where from the first word i could tell that either their mind wasn't there their heart was definitely not there they didn't really care and therefore that made i didn't care at all yeah so i wonder if when you start from that 
pedestal from that from that platform, if, even if you become super successful, I think you carry those those kind of separate, distant, not really caring, insensitive, shallow. I think you carry all that with you, regardless of whether you become successful it's or a powerful. Yeah, it's a burden. But then it becomes part of you. I think it's hard to get rid of that afterwards. Very hard. So I'm like. It's also about having, maybe not having fun, but just like, well, yeah, it's about having fun. Like, you should be doing something that, like, excites you and, like, it makes you happy. And something that, like, I don't know, it's, like, it's, like, not a job or whatever. But, like, if you start from the position where the things that you're working for and the things that you want to do start from you being just genuine, that'll probably make you happier in the long run instead of just, like, having to, like, okay, I got to this point because of the things that I did and I have to keep doing the things that I did, actively trying to, like, you know, be fake or whatever, whatever. But if you're just just yourself and you're just, like, wake up and you're like, all right, it's another day. Let's get out there and be me. Mm -hmm. So that's that'll probably lift a lot of pressure off you. And that also ties to, like, creating your persona. That's why I really – I hate Instagram. I hate Instagram so much, but I'm always on it. Um, it's just, like, people are curating – their own lifestyles and that that i don't know how much that ties in but i just thought that would honorable mention to like people curating themselves no, I, that, I, that, that I, I agree no i completely agree um i'm guilty of, of it i'm guilty of it i think oh. you're pretty i think you're more honest than a lot true so if we're gonna i mean you like the praise so we'll just keep the yeah. praise coming <laughs> which by the way i wish the audience could see how much like on some things you say i'm like mm -hmm. yeah i'm over here you can barely hear my chair squeak and i'm nodding my head so hard over here with some of the things you're saying there's a lot of head nods going on both ways mm -hmm. so many head we got a, like a live cam going on in here Dude, i'm trying to get a camera in the station honestly not do, gonna lie. do it where would it be like right here on top of the mic oh probably like in there. the in the corner of each room like a puppy thing dude you, that you security camera has a live stream into like security so i'm like what if we just get that live stream access that probably crosses so many lines yeah probably not gonna happen <laughs> but, but if anyway you open it up and get the wires no anyway that's not on the air anyway so um back with this idea of um i think i wanted to talk about mm, oh conversations mm -hmm. so uh, so if you're if you're playing a game of soccer playing a game of sports it's really fun to be competitive for some people and then there are times when it's really fun to just not keep score and just play the game and just play however it is you want to play now that's not an exact analogy or a correlation but now transfer it over to having a conversation with maybe someone you admire it is so burdensome and stressful to dance around and give them the perfect whatever it is that you think that you are right so in an interview you are always trying to give like that perfect perfect image what's your weakness well my weakness is that i like to go to the gym at least three times a day and that i only eat kale and that i grow up myself it's like wh where's the weakness in there we're always curating this image so with these conversations, think, talking about building relationships, if you come into it with this idea of, I have to curate this image, um, and I have to, to, to win in some aspects, win this person over almost inauthentically, it is so burdensome. And you leave it kind of being confused where you are. Whereas if you, are, if you find out who you are, even just a little bit, or a starting place, you don't have to know everything about yourself, go meditate, etc. Just find out a little bit about who you are and stick to it and be honest. And people will like you and people won't like you. And you will be yeah. liberated of that intense burden of like, I can, I, I know what it feels like. I'm sitting here right now and imagining if I was trying to impress you or something with other than who I am. Cause I know mm. I impress you as yeah. just me. Yeah. Like I know I'm super impressive to you just, <laughs> just as me. But if I was trying to curate this image to impress you, it'd be so stressful. And I would like you less because you would be symbolic oh, yeah. of like work and stress and, and burdensome. That, 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 that's, hit the nail on the head and i i have personally i kind of realized this in the spring of last year when i ran for president and i 
people were always telling me, Furkan, don't run for president. Like, it's so stressful. It's like, you're going to blah, 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 all this, like, negative stuff about, like, election season or whatever. I'm like, all right, well, we'll see. We'll find out, right? And then I just went into it just being myself. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what's the problem? Like, mm -hmm. why is everyone stressing so much? Mm -hmm. And I, because of that mentality, people, like, like were like, oh, this guy's, like, cool, right? And then also people were like, fuck this guy. Mm -hmm. Like, what is he's, like, disrespecting our organ? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm like, well, I'm not actively trying to disrespect it. I'm just like, this is me. This mm -hmm. is what I'm doing, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm having, like, fun. I'm doing me. So like, th that's just my personal thing on, like, what you just said, which I agree with 100%. Yeah. All right. Did you just have a little accent there? Was that like, this is what I'm doing? No, I think that slipped out. Yeah, I've been talking on the mic for a long time. That's what it is. All right. Well, in closing, <laughs> um, just want to give, like, an example. So this morning I had a phone call. It didn't go well. It was awkward. It was weird. It didn't go anywhere. I'm not going to have a relationship with this person. It just didn't go well. Later that afternoon, I had coffee with someone. That is going to be a relationship that changes both my life and their life. And I know it. Mm -hmm. Because when you approach from 100% authenticity, you have nothing to worry about. If things work out. Yeah. If things don't work out, you have nothing to worry about. Either way. But if you're inauthentic from the beginning, even just a little bit, if you're hiding something from yourself, from whoever it is, you will always have something to worry about. Which it's I'm, stressful. I'm trying to figure out how that plays into collaboration other than just like the super yogi way of saying collaborate with the universe and everything around you. I guess when you're collaborating with people, it's important to come from a genuine space. I guess that kind of yeah. ties in. Yeah. Because if you're not, people are not dumb. You know, people are dumb, but they're also like not dumb. Like people, people have like decent, hum like people have been around people their whole lives, right? So they kind of understand these small nuances. So if you're just going into like a collaboration effort, as yourself, people will probably be more receptive to collaborating with you. Mm -hmm. like that. Oh, yeah. Well, and then that, that's a perfect closing point because the thing that I always am trying to hammer down, and I actually was thinking about this today, um, like a phrase, I almost can guarantee someone, if they come to me for help, I can guarantee them that we can change their life forever if they give me one year of not asking for anything. Don't ask for a job. Don't ask for a connection. Don't ask for anything. Ask questions. Don't ask you personally? No, ask oh. whoever I'm helping. Well, yeah. Oh, I mean, okay. you can ask me for help. I'm not going to give you a job. I don't have. A, I can't give right. you a job. Well, yeah. No, that's good. Don't ask me to get to know one of my connections before we even have a relationship. Gotcha. Like, that is such a... And you, you probably might, get that a lot, too, I'm assuming. Yeah. When I understand it, because it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a warped perspective, right? I would love to connect you to everyone. Mm -hmm. Like, I would connect you to people because we have a relationship right. now. But if you don't have a relationship with someone asking them for something is is it's like the the cyanide pill it's yeah it's, and it colors the relationship if you can where do you go from, from there you know like exactly. there's really nowhere to go you have to have a uh how do you say um compassionate no not compassionate what's the word compassion we'll go with compassionate mm -hmm. compassionate person who willing who's willing to see where you're coming from and understand you have somewhere to grow um so approach from collaboration of how you guys can work together not how they can serve you and see what happens all right everyone this has been the JLB Podcast, conversations to expand the mind. Thank you so much for listening through it all from all the topics we talked about. We will talk to you later. Have a nice day.